this on the radio uh, back in the day yeah man that was um that was uh oh, you should let that shit spin this is under the tree i, I did <laughs> <laughs> well we only started recording a moment ago uh, that was uh key largo by birdie huggins here birdie like like a bird b-e-r-t-i-e here's the video video is awesome no shit i mean for how bad it is, yeah. Oh, that? wow. You see that? That is a beautiful man. Oh, shit, with the Marlboro. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking smoking. Oh, yeah. I'll have to look up and see what year it was. I'm thinking like early 80s. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe mid 80s. Wrapped around each other. <laughs> I think they shot this with OBS software. <laughs> he still turns his face <laughs> to the person hiding in the bushes with the cameras. I like how the wind's blowing his yeah. his well kept yet uh, long mullet type situation. He's got. Oh wow, there it is. Oh, facing off camera, throwing a little. Oh, oh wow. Oh wow, look Look at that outfit Yes That is beautiful I can see why you want to go there now <laughs> So how many people out there I wonder have heard this uh, I mean It was a pretty big It was like a top 40 hit dude Look, does go. it say, get some info about that. I'm on. So uh, we're talking about different places. And you mentioned Key Largo. And I'm immediately thinking Beach Boys. And you pull this shit on me. Yeah. Yeah, of course. He's like, yeah, man. Let uh, me blow your mind for a minute. Birdie. Birdie. Say his last name again. I can't. Higgins. Higgins. All right, Magnum. Come on, Higgy. Not Higgy. Birdie. Birdie. What's that short for? All right. Bert? This is Birdie Higgins. Elbert. Elbert. All right. Joseph. What do I can go with Joey? Joey Higgins. That was his nickname, bro. He is true to himself. If you can't tell by looking at that video, man. <laughs> uh, he was born in 1944. Okay, shit. December 8th, 1944. Uh, still alive. American, yeah. American singer-songwriter. Uh, Did he write that song? In, in 1982. 1982. Taking you back to 1982. Higgins had a top 40 album with Just Another Day in Paradise. It spawned the number one Billboard romantic classic ballad. Key Largo, which referenced the Humphrey Bogart movie of the same name. Oh, okay. Reached number eight in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 record chart and number one in the Billboard Adult Contemporary charts and number 50 in the Billboard Country Music charts. Damn. Talk about a crossover hit. 
In 2009, the song Key Largo was number 75 on VH1's greatest one-hit wonders of the 80s. Oh, man, that's got to hurt. One-hit wonders. Well, shit, you know, we're sitting here talking about him now. It's it's better than not, like, ever, I guess, having anything. Dude, the thing about it is, if you're, like, a musician. Yeah, you're right, though. He's probably at that point, and maybe has been for a few years now, where he's, like, talking to people saying uh yeah i had a big hit back in uh 82 and they're like 82 wow what was it and there he's uh, a song. most people his age aren't really there's a song called uh key largo and they're like huh <laughs> you're beach boy <laughs> yeah oh yeah tom cruise cocktail no 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 that's no no, no. that's kokomo kokomo yours aruba jamaica so, check this out yours active 1981. <laughs> you got a late start, huh? Yeah, this hit, massive hit in 82. And uh, present. 1981 to the present. He's probably playing small clubs. Senior centers, places like that. <laughs> I mean, no offense. Shit, he's still playing, man. That's the key to it. That's what, that's a, an, a, a an arena or career that one can enter into and not have to worry about concussions in their career. In 1980, Higgins, do it forever. In 1980, Higgins moved to Atlanta. It's called playing producer Sonny Limbo. Sonny Limbo? He arranged a meeting. <laughs> no, wait, hang on. You can't just breathe. Who is this Sonny Limbo? Bring me the Sonny Limbo. I want to see him. Record producer in Atlanta, apparently. All right, he arranged a meeting between Higgins and music publisher Bill Lowry. Oh, that's old man Lowry's boy. Whom Higgins had known previously. Higgins had And been a work- drug deal. <laughs> Higgins had been working on a song about a failed romance and presented the rough cut to Lowry and Limbo. They helped him perfect <laughs> the lyrics of the song that became Key Largo. They helped perfect the lyrics that became his one and only number one hit. Higgins recorded the master and presented it to Cat Family Records, a newly formed CBS Sony distributing company. After an initial rejection, Cat Family agreed to release the single. That is Billboard Chart. The single. They agreed to release the single. Other singles followed, such as Just Another Day in Paradise, the title track to the album. Also, Casablanca. Mm think he thought he had struck gold with the that yeah you know, the Bogart. Movie references. <laughs> and, and pirates and poets none matched the success domestically of his breakout hit the song casablanca went on to become a major hit in the pacific rim countries and key largo reached number one status in canada australia and other countries internationally it does sound awful canadian <laughs> where is he from Oh, good question. I'm I'm gonna say that um, he with that hair, man, he could totally be from Canada. He was raised, raised, raised? <laughs> in, in Tarpon Springs, Florida. Florida. Yeah, man, I've been there. Tarpon is that it? Yeah, Tarpon Springs, just outside Wesley Chapel, like he, New Tampa area. He is of Portuguese, Irish, and German descent. Oh, so he's American. 
once supported himself as a sponge diver. Yeah, right. Th- that's began what I was his gonna, career in show business. I was going to say Tarpon Springs. That's what they're famous for. Okay. Began his career in show business at the age of 12 as a... Stripper. Nope. A Mambla uh, mascot. I don't know what. Yeah, like on stage. On stage as a Morocco player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I close? No. A dancer. No. Uh, Backup singer. No. Front man. Guitar player. No. <laughs> Bass player. No. Percussionist. No. Maracas. No, not I've said that. Mus- not a musical instrument, but he is accompanied by. Just let me have it, man. It's just a stupid ventriloquist. No shit. Yeah. I was just saying. Did I not just say? Hey, did you just say what? I I didn't hear what you said, but it's what about a ventriloquist? <laughs> I swear to God, I just said it. Okay. <laughs> so off air, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I never made the connection. Well, me and Lee were talking about it. He was watching Twilight Zone. Yes, <laughs> that's on what the plane. It, that's what on I the feel way there. That's why I feel like a lot of times because there was it's an episode of that the connection. Sure that same episode of Twilight Zone and another movie when I was a kid that was about a ventriloquist dummy, and I was always kind of. Kind of creeped the fuck out of me, you know? There's a new... Uh, I keep seeing a trailer. I don't know how new it is. I watch, you know, Pluto TV. But it's about this doll little boy finds buried in the woods. And the and the hilarity <laughs> ensues <laughs> from that point. But it's like... it's a, it, In the trailer, you see the doll doing creepy doll shit, you know? And it looks like a ventriloquist dummy. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. I just saw Jeff Dunham on, um, caught him on uh, Comedy Central or stand-up TV. We, I think we watched most of his stuff on Netflix. I've actually seen him live. Sam and Sam's dad love Jeff Dunham. Like the old man, Walter. Yeah. All yeah. I like all of them. I mean, I, they're all pretty funny, I guess. But yeah. That's not really mine. I don't know. It's yeah, it's a shtick almost, you know. But well, it's an act. Yeah, sure. But I mean, that's what any stand-up is. Mm-hmm. It's like you hear, like if you listen and to George is, Carlin a lot, yeah. you'll hear him tell the same jokes over and over again. They're the same ones in his book. And it's an interesting way to deliver his commentary. You know, he's he's not. But he rehearses it, and he's got it down. Oh yeah, absolutely. and the way he's going to present he. If you think about it, um, he and and a lot of comics, it's like they work on their jokes and, but he is like a radio guy, and that's where he got his start. And a, a, you know, and a, a variety show. Here's the thing, I've I've seen him on uh, like talk shows and heard him on radio shows in the like in the mornings. Yeah, and. He does some of the voices, but for the most part, he'll like just do a straight interview. Well, I've seen him like on a. Um... And there was one of his comedy specials where he um, he did like I don't know thirty forty five minutes of him just doing stand up, and I enjoyed that. And then he was, was like, "All right, I think it's time to bring out a few of our friends." And of course, everybody fucking went nuts, and he did the show. Yeah, and it was, and it was good, and they went nuts, and. You know, it was what it was. But that's how I, that's how his live show is. 
Oh, okay. But, you know, he's got, that's his act. And, you know, whereas he's a comic and has that comic mind and every show's different in its own way, but Jeff Dunham, you know, Joe Rogan, you know, the time to see those people is when they're like. I told you Joe and Dave. I told you that, right? Yeah. When? April 20th. 20? 420. 420. 420. 420. 420. 420. 420. 420. 420. Yeah. We actually did some show prep for you yeah. motherfuckers today. I mean, we did it for each other, it was, too. But it was serendipitous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I think we talked about I don't know yeah. if we um, mentioned it on air or mm. on the podcast, rather. No, I don't know. I think we left them on the cliffhanger or what I got Sam for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but anyway. We'll, have, we'll, have we made any progress on that? <laughs> a little bit. All right, on. Good deal. So when we get there. Yeah. Well, we'll hopefully it'll be by four twenty four twenty. Oh, that'd be that would be sweet. Um, in the meantime, um, parasite. Yeah, parasite. So we we synchronized this yeah. weekend, and, right? And 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 both followed through. I'm proud of both of us. Yeah, right. And I'm, I almost texted you the and day we, before asking, "Hey, don't forget if you're not going to get around to it, let me know." Yeah. And um, I meant to. I was gonna watch it Saturday morning, uh, but we got busy doing other shit. Oh cleaning, shit! Got cleaning, busy using that cleaning, <laughs> gift. Cleaning, <laughs> cleaning, uh, cleaning out the garage, man. Uh, and then we went to Bowling Green for a little bit on Sunday. Did you find any cool shit? We went to Bowling Green Saturday that you've been looking for forever. Find any? Um, no. We just got some shit cleaned out. You know, a lot of it did clutter. It just acquired. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Dude, also, there is a chair that was sitting over in the corner, little, like, cloth. Needs to be cleaned, but I like the chair personally, but. Keep it. We really don't have anywhere for it. Leave it where it's at. It really needs to be cleaned. Because, I mean, just think about the future, where you want to go, like, as far as, like, studio. Yeah, I don't. I don't foresee that happening in the in the garage. Okay. At this current, I'll I'll have to I have to co-op. The, the dojo's gonna take up too much space, Dallas. <laughs> well, we I just did, don't have room, man. I've got to put my sword well, somewhere. <laughs> Sam Sam wanted the uh, treadmill <coughs> back in or in the garage. We started with it in the. What bedroom. Was, what was Taylor's bedroom? What was the spare bedroom? Oh wow! Which so it's already out to the garage. Next, it's going to be on the curb. No. When it gets to the curb, tell me I'll bring it over here. No, that's where it'll stay. She was on it last night. Hell yeah! But we got. Uh, she wanted a TV out there. There you go. There's a fucking TV out there. I was gonna say, man. Okay. And that's the that's the thing about it. I'd like to get it set up so I can do the podcast. Just fucking stand around out there. 
Yeah, goofing off and shit. You know, pull, pull out a comic book or watch something on TV. Yeah, for sure. Whatever or whatever, whatever you please. You know, record some uh, porn, whatever you want. To. <laughs> Why not? Where are you gonna name not, your? Not for broadcast. <laughs> the toy. <laughs> the gift. Valentine's Day. I mean, I'm glad you could commemorate such a thing with. And if you'd like, if you're out there listening and you'd like to know, you what do we say? <laughs> Shares and likes and yeah, subscribes. We're, subscribes yeah, any, any combination of a thousand. So, a comment <laughs> if you want to guess. If you want to guess what it is. Yeah, make a guess. Yeah, I, on on any of the mediums, YouTube or Anchor. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast. Anywhere. Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth right now? I can hear you. Then vote or like or click something so we can I'll I'll tell. I told I told her when I got home. Oh yeah. What's she saying? I said I told everybody that if we got if we got so many likes, then I'd tell them what I got you for Valentine's Day. Did she freak out? No, she was just like still half asleep. <laughs> Good job, man. Good job. <laughs> Good move, Kelly. <laughs> so, if you notice, if I'm a, a bit distracted, <laughs> it's because I'm steady trying to um, go live on YouTube right now. Okay. If anybody who caught the broadcast on YouTube is gonna know, they're, they're gonna know <laughs> that um, you know we the some technical difficulties and yeah. I'm just getting around to replacing our main computer again. That's okay, as long as you can hear the sounds of our voices. Yeah, man, we still putting yeah. it down no matter what. Oh yeah, uh, so they're safe. <laughs> I can't distract you enough from it. <laughs> um, one, uh, let's see, best director, best picture. I think had like maybe best screenplay. There, there were like two, three or four like televised awards that it won. Maybe a couple of others beyond that. Damn. I believe it won best foreign language film. No acting. Um. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't. I can't remember if anybody was nominated or. Um, it's kind of an ensemble cast, you know, but there were definitely good performances. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen Parasite. Yeah. Push pause and come back after you have. And, yeah. And, Cause and we're going to chi- break this shit fucking down and today then, and then chime <laughs> in and yeah. And then chime in. So and let if, us know what you thought. Too, and so. I will tell you this right, right now, before you go, before you press pause, mm-hmm. that I was pretty fucking skeptical well, right away, but it's worth the watch. I'd heard good things about it before. I was interested to see why awards. I won all the awards. Yeah. yeah you know, well, you were mentioning it on our Oscar yeah. Cophagus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, I, I, I leading up to all the awards and shit, I'd been hearing good things about it. Yeah, I, I'd I heard about to it too. It. I wanted to see it. So, <clears throat> apparently Quentin Tarantino is one of this director's biggest fans. Well, you know, so, I I watched 
I, I guess you and I both watched the um, uh, trailer for it. Parasite, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and I gotta say, man, based on the uh, the trailer, I was like, I like think I'm pretty skeptical, like yeah. thinking that there's no way it should have won any of those awards, whatever awards they were. All that shit's arbitrary, dude. I don't. That's true. I too. don't know. There's, yeah. That's I don't know. But anyway. it's like I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical of a movie that wins all the awards based on I don't really put much merit in what wins awards. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's probably going to be just some fucking movie that. Yeah. Well, I usually go into it okay, and say, with like this attitude of. Okay, it won all these fucking awards, but let me see what I think about it. So you got to be one over. We got to be one over. Kinda, one over. Kinda, yeah, kind of. And it did, man. Uh, it won me over. The uh, the story again. Spoiler alert. You know, here we go into it. Um, it's a story about this family. Yeah. Uh, uh, Korean. Korean. Yeah. This is in, I guess, South Korea. Well, I imagine so. They weren't all wearing the same color clothes. One of the Koreas, and yeah, so uh, definitely South Korea. Uh, so yeah, the uh, there's a husband and wife, and they've got a, a son and a daughter who are like teenagers. Or yeah, the, I guess the boy is, I guess seventeen, maybe high school age. Yeah, and the he's a junior high school. Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it all starts when it does all start the son's buddy comes by well 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 first they are living in poverty oh yeah yeah very very impoverished none of them currently working but they're they seem like a very tight-knit family because they're all working together they're all folding those pizza boxes and and they're not like uh they're not like um distraught you know they're, 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 working, they're tight. They're struggling. And yeah, they're, trying, they're struggling they're together. To survive you see them all drinking a Sapporo together, yeah. you know. So then the the son's friend, who is going to be traveling uh, abroad to study. Uh, is leaving. Is a, leaving a young high school girl to be tutored in English. And he feels like uh, this this guy could fit the bill for him, make a little money for himself while uh, while he's away. Holding it down, and yeah. he'll relinquish it when he can come back. Yeah. So yeah. it's like to basically hold the position for him. Sure, absolutely. So what starts very simply is that quickly becomes hmm. each member of the impoverished family working their way into a role or position in the household Right, where he's the tutor. Yeah, the so the girl becomes the art therapist for the child. The father becomes the driver. But they, but they develop these stories and they they rehearse <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, and yeah. it's like that. That's really cool, yeah. man. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. no, no, no. You need to calm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to step you, over. You're you here. Up here. <laughs> and then later, <laughs> when the guy, <laughs> when the guy, it you know that he's working for. Mm-hmm. You know, he ends up being the chauffeur. His dad ends up being the guy's personal <laughs> driver. But they set him up. Yeah. They set the driver up to where he's fired and then subtly recommend another family member for that right. position. Right. They sabotage each, yeah. each one. And well, not each one. They created the first the first one he was replacing. Yes. And then they, the created, they created. Yes. 
The third one, they fucked Manipulated. over. Manipulated. <laughs> she took her panties off. Yeah, left them in the car. He got caught. I thought she was going to, like... Tell, I, tell him that she he made advances or tried to... Or I thought, she, yeah, I thought she was going to, like, uh, you know, throw it at him. I don't know. Yeah, but then she was going to turn it around on him later. Yeah, you know, it's like I noticed myself through this movie just, um, like, anticipating what what's hap- what's going to happen here's what's yeah. going to happen yeah. you know it's like and so so and it's like but right there it threw me then, for a loop the trailer totally and the peach fuzz on the housekeeper holy shit right yeah, so so check this out that she had tb <laughs> they found out that the housekeeper she had a, an allergy it's like the you know during the tutor sessions it's like they bring the housekeeper brings up a fruit snack for the yeah, the two studying, mm-hmm. studying. They're not really studying. They don't know what they're fucking doing. Right. So the, the little girl's kind of complicit to that that extent, anyway. But anyway, he, he discovers that the housekeeper has uh, this allergy to peaches. It's like even just the minute amount. And a little girl talked about missing eating peaches. How he got the backhanded information. They yeah. used that. Yeah. Oh yeah. To fucking poison her. And they're all working together. Yeah. And he takes that selfie. I'm like, what's he doing? And that that is like complicit. That creates the vacuum that mom steps into as the new housekeeper. What a twist on that though, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but then and then as if that wasn't enough, you everything's get the, metaphorical. Did you did you catch on to that? It's so metaphorical. I I mean, maybe when I they did. got that rock in the very beginning. Oh they, yeah, yeah. He brought that mm-hmm. stone to him. Yes, yes. Oh, I absolutely. thought that dude fucking killed him, man, oh, <laughs> with that rock. Yeah, man. I don't know. Who, I thought he was done. See, I think that's an underlying story because eventually, it's in the water, and then you see it in the future, and he's buying the house, you know, and then yeah. it goes back to where he is right then. Yeah. He's living down there, man. He's down there. Every night, yeah. what he does is he types it out in Morse code. Mm-hmm. And sneaks upstairs and pilfers what food he can. <laughs> Trying to dodge the housekeeper. But what led up to that? Holy yeah. well, shit. That's what I was going to say. The, the, the kind of subplot of the kid and the birthday cake. And the, right. he saw the ghost. Yes, with the knife it. and he was covered in blood. And it's like that was supposed to be his rehabilitation. Yeah. It's like I felt like that's kind of the joke. It's just funny. In broad daylight. It's too. funny. Yeah, in broad daylight. Yeah. In the middle of the day. And it's like this dude is snapped. Yeah. He's done. To, yeah, when you're supposed to be It's like saved. he stops. He just st- After he smashes him with the rock, yeah. he's just like walking casually. Out to the party where everybody is covered in blood, and mm-hmm. and he grabs the uh, he's he pulls the first knife out. Nope, he mm-hmm. <laughs> slides out that fucking butcher knife, and just casually keeps walking outside. Yeah, goes right out there and stabs that bitch. <laughs> just like holy shit, boom. But then it's like, and then all the other fucked up shit that happens from there. Yeah, but then. He held his nose. Yeah. Because 
yeah, how random is that? The sewers everywhere were backing up, and mm -hmm. I'm, dude, that was horrible. Could you imagine? Yeah. Ugh. And it's like the and squalor started, that they're living in. Started, I feel like this movie it started made, raining. <laughs> it it has so many different levels of messages that it's saying like underlying like undertones and you know, and then the way it's all tied together. Mm -hmm. And it's just played out through one story with the same characters all in the same room, pretty much. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, varying settings, but yeah, if same, it seems like a stage show. Yeah. It's a like a, I could picture like going to a theater somewhere and seeing some actors act this out live. Mm -hmm. But holy shit. And then he just snapped when the day, the smell. He was self-conscious about mm -hmm. that smell. And yeah. then they he were showered hearing, in he sewage. Kept, he kept hearing them talk about it. Yeah, the smell. When and they, he felt like they... When he was under the table, when they were under the table, they right. were talking about his And smell. he kept going, smelling his clothes. And they were talking about, we'll have to use... Because the little kids said, you smell the same. The housekeeper and yeah. the tutor, or the therapist. Yeah. So it was like it's an underlying thing. Movie, man. It's like where they felt like, and it's like due to everything that they have to endure, they do smell different. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, people a lot of times people that live in the same household will have a similar smell. Well, yeah. Because that house has that smell. Yeah, like if you're doing fried food all the time, or say somebody comes by with a fumigation, you have stink bugs. How fucked up is that? Stink bugs. Grandma, Why are they called stink bugs, man? Grandma's been smoking in the house for 60 years. Yeah. And she uh, fries with lard every day. <laughs> Twice a day, most time. You know, frying pork in the morning and frying chicken at night. You know, so it's like there's a smell. Bacon in the morning. Pork chops in the morning. Right? Six and one, half dozen. Six and one, half dozen, the other. Bam. So, yeah, I give a big thumbs up to Parasite. If you haven't seen it, then you just listen to us talk about it. <laughs> I don't think we didn't do it, man. Did you? We, oh, I'm sure we didn't do it. There's, there's so much shit. Yeah, it's layers. There's so much shit that I'm probably watch it again anyway. Yeah, the I relationship between the husband and the wife in the impoverished family, and the husband and the wife in the rich family. Yeah, just to see those interactions play out, the different people, the different characters, and I will say, I'll give Sam credit. Normally, if it was something with subtitles, that's why I was going to ask you, dude. She I know. hung in with it. She, I mean, she she got off on her phone a couple of times, but they weren't like key parts. Yeah, she, I didn't. She, for the most part, she was like super into it, which Me is too. rare for her sometimes. Well, you know, um, and I wonder if that actually has some effect on, um, like how we feel about the movie. 
because you know the I fact know. that we felt like I felt like the performances for the most part were strong enough that even though I was having to read, but that, that's I could still I could still I still got the nuances of the of the performances, right? Whereas a lot of times it comes off kind of that, choppy and stilted, right? Or, you know, like I don't know, but. I'm glad I didn't listen. I'm glad I didn't watch a dub version. I, I was wondering if you were able to. No, this was, this was it had subtitles, but it was. And I, I mean, but that, that's what that's I'm wondering good. about because because I, like, I, I like hearing the audio that goes with the because I think that's part of the performance. Yeah, well, it's, it's like you're nuance. narrating it. Well, I mean, you know, what I'm saying tone, to some extent, just different things like tone and yeah, <clears throat> I'm just reading it, but I'm still experiencing the full performance. Yeah, and it, I and I've I don't know. I just think reading the movie, the fact that you have to do that causes you to interact with the movie differently than you would say if there was an overdub. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no, no. no. I think it makes the characters deeper because you're hearing them talk how they talk. Yeah. Was that yeah? I, and also yeah. the way I had to download. And there were there were a hand, uh, maybe not even a handful, but two or three lines in english right just very few inter you know sparse throughout it but yeah and you know i think it, maybe i paid more attention to it because i wasn't watching like a dvd copy mm -hmm. where i can just say Loop. i had to download mm -hmm. the uh subtitles okay. you know so it's like it so i have to speed up you know i had to actually focus on what they were saying uh, and yeah, and sure. the reading to time it up because when they're going back and forth, I had that shit right on. Right on. So, yeah. so you, I saw so I can match the sound of their voice mm -hmm. and the words. Mm -hmm. So, and but it's like I, I'm trying to think, what other movie have you seen with subtitles? Recently, I don't know. ever. Um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Okay. Um bunch of old chop sake flicks back in the day yeah man you, know? you like kung fu dude yeah yeah a lot of times i didn't have subtitles yeah sometimes the overdub <laughs> a lot of times it was the overdub which you know and then there'd be korean subtitles <laughs> on it. yeah but uh yeah that was it for the most part yeah, I'm thinking. I watched. Well, that that Mel Gibson's um, Apocalypto. No, there wasn't. So yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. Uh, well, um, Passion of the Christ. And that one. That's I was going to mention that one. Um, I don't think I watched Apocalypto. You've not seen Apocalypto? Mm -hmm. No. I remember when it came out. You 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 remember? <laughs> that was awesome. Now that I actually watched it, I was skeptical. And um, just I guess I'm kind of skeptical of any movie that I'm gonna have to fucking read. It's a commitment. Yeah. It's like I can watch The Big Lebowski by just having it on in the background and like working. I got used to doing that, like you know, TV, TV broadcast business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, so it's on monitoring the audio and I glance up at it every now and then and I continue working. It's like, I don't know, compartmentalize observing. 
being able to observe two or three things at the same time. It's weird. I don't know if I can explain it, man. But this old brain, <laughs> I'm just happy it's still keeping the old ticker ticking and the lungs yeah. are breathing. Yeah. And and that's the thing about parasites. One of those, if if you'll get engaged in it, if you'll stick with it, it will man. Fucking, it'll make I'm, you think. <laughs> like I said, I I mean, it's like it it was a really good movie. Yeah, really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely overcame all the obstacles yeah. that I placed on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, and but see, that's like it's a thriller. Going, that's though. like going back to the awards thing, you know. Hey, they got that one right, man. Sure, man. But here's the thing: for me personally, me and uh, me and Sam went and watched fucking Birds of Prey. Right, that's what you were saying. I like that better than fucking Parasite. You didn't have your brain could relax more. It, I think it seeing was that's another fun. It yeah. was the first time in a long in, in a while, not a long time, but a while that I'd seen a movie that was just fucking fun. Right. It's just they were having a good time. <laughs> you <laughs> you like tell. that, man? Yeah, I mean, like, fuck. yeah. It, it, for that character, that's perfect. That's that's what the character is. She's just out being a goofy bitch and causing mayhem and mischief, <laughs> and looking good doing it. Yeah, I'm fucking. Well, actually, the thing about it is Margot Robbie, and see, then that's the difference. Play that. It's where we can say both are good, but. One made you happy. You know, one is like an intriguing, yeah. like involved. Oh, yeah, well, movie. yeah, they're completely different movies. Because but... I think maybe, if not completely to some mm-hmm. extent, because you're reading it, mm-hmm. you're forced to engage engage it in, with your thoughts because you're having to concentrate on reading it, and it's like you're in. That's why I feel like it's almost a theater show. It's weird. Yeah, weird. I get it. I mean, I I've had movies that were able to pull me in the same way and not. Yeah, but I mean, like, not Korean, I remember not watching Korean ones. <laughs> speaking of pulling in, I remember, um, long, long ago, like twenty plus years ago, watching The Wizard of Oz yeah. while it's whilst listening to The Dark Side of the Moon, <laughs> and it felt like it was literally, you know, just. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, why? I was like, I was leaning in so hard. It's like it was pulling me in. We may or may not have been experimenting with psychedelics. I don't know. But I digress. What you got there? Well, did we, I, was tr- I was trying to remember if we ever did anything. Well, we may as well. We're going to look under the hood here. we uh got to step outside and check the tires, apparently. Um, we're going to wrap a pregame. A pregame? We're going to wrap up this pregame. And uh, we're going to fire back full throttle under the tree. 1220. I thought it was the harder rock and roll. (laughs) 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 These voices out of my head. That's better than what I was thinking. Yeah. Welcome back to the post pregame. Pregame to the post. This is what I was thinking. Oh shit. Never mind. <laughs> That's not the one.
Oh, this is radio edit. That's beautiful. Thank you, Kelly. Um, I'm not sure why that song popped into my head when you said, I need a song for Roland. I was like, uh. I was thinking, <laughs> no, I like. Do, I do know why that popped I was into thinking my head. about uh, something a little different. Like, I mean. I do know things... why that one popped into my head, though. Okay. <laughs> There's a wrestler that used Roland as his entrance music. As walk up music, man. No shit. Who was it? The Undertaker. It wasn't always his walk-up music. No. No. He went. He had a, a phase called his American Badass phase where like he wasn't dressed like a zombie mortician. Right. Yeah, when he, yeah. More like a biker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's a good. <laughs> that's like, a, man, I'm not going to wear, wear makeup for a couple of years, Vince. Uh, okay, you, pal. You still going to dye your hair? <laughs> Okay, pal, just show up. <laughs> yeah, I guess after his uh, mortician passed away. What was oh, his yeah. name? Paul Bear. I don't think they were, well, I don't think they were working together at the that time. That was his mortician, right? Uh, I mean. I mean, what? who was he then? He was the manager, I guess. I kind of feel like he's a mortician, man. I don't know why. I, guess, I mean, I could well, be wrong. He was a certified mortician in the state of Alabama. No shit. Yeah. Nice and easy. Yeah. But there's just one thing. See, we never, ever do nothing. Nice and easy. We always do it nice and rough. And we're going to take the beginning of this song and do it easy. But then we're going to do the finish. Rough. Yeah. We do proud this takes care of the previous yes. actions and the present ones. <laughs> Listen to the story now. Listen, Proud Mary, keep on burning, son. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, all right down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
She's singing her little heart out of it. Listen to her in the 90s, bro. She sounds so different. Different. Now she's like, here she's like, she's song, singing like she gonna get ass whooping if she don't do it right. Down in Memphis, motherfucker. I talked a lot of what? <laughs> About that, now they are. It's kind of funny. Ike was like, All right, now, girl, get out there and shake your ass. <laughs> I just always picture Elvis singing this. Fat Elvis jumpsuit, but hitting all them. It's like, you know, he is. He was, he was whacked out of his fucking mind, dude. By the time he was, like, doing this in Vegas and shit. Man, I saw this thing, dude. No kidding. He was, uh, was like some of his people were talking about what they had to do. It was the old Unsolved Mysteries. And some of those people claim that he did it to himself. He knew what, what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But he had this regiment. You thought Michael Jackson had a regiment? Should we talk about the king here, son? What he took throughout the day, he, he did three times a day. Mm-hmm. Each one was a little different. They called it attack one, attack two, and attack three. All right, and... Which each one included a fucking, like a, a dose of Demerol that would kill either one of us. <laughs> he did that three times a day. He did it three times like throughout the morning. And the day he died, he did all three himself. Because the dude that he just, he said he didn't want to do it anymore. As he had somebody bring it to him and inject him. And they say they that he knew what that would do to I mean, even him. I mean, he knew those medical I heard always heard he knew the medical um dictionaries better than a doctor. Hmm. Where it's like the ailment versus it's like he would do a reverse lookup what drugs he wanted and what ailment he had to have in order to get a script. Yeah. Yeah, doc, this is going on. Write me a script for that, will you? So I was president. I live over here at Graceland, across from this gaudy museum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever it costs, double it, man. Yeah, take half for yourself. Double it for your trouble, brother. If you want to deliver it, man, I can uh, whip up an extra peanut butter banana sandwich for you. 
but it ain't gonna be like the one they serve in Chicago. I tell you what, I'll, if, you, if you deliver it, I'll fuel the jet and we'll fly out to Chicago and we'll get one of those sandwiches. What do you say? <laughs> I said like he would. It's like towards the end. Sometimes he would just like the guy was eating with dinner with him and he's like talking. You know, they serve him his housekeeper, whoever his chef, cook, maid. Slave, whatever. I don't know. I don't know the relationship, but he just keeps shaking that fucking pepper. Yeah. Like to a god awful amount. Mm. But who knows what taking all that fucking Demerol would do to you throughout the day? No, man. No thanks. But yeah, you know, some people were speculating that he had committed suicide and uh, you know, he had just agreed to do this uh, another long tour and he was overweight he didn't look good and he was self-conscious about it and he's a drug addict and not just a drug addict multiple drugs and he had to have them every day it's like he's pulling guns on people no i don't think you are gonna quit (laughs) dude said he was was without the 45 on him man yeah, man, it's a pretty interesting episode of Unsolved Mysteries. I didn't catch the whole thing. <laughs> but I tell you this much. Robert Stack's overcoat, raincoat, whatever, it's about two sizes too big. It's, it's hard to cover a skeleton, you know, and make it look like a real human. You remember Unsolved Mysteries? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking weird show. <laughs> After a stack, it was um, Dennis Farini, I think was his name. He was one of the cops on Law and Order. Sure, it wasn't Lint. No, I gotta take a break, son. How about um, Dennis Farina. Yeah. Bum 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 bum. Stash. Hey, play Ray uh, Barboni and get shorty. Very possible. I'm remember John or uh, John Travolta's character, Chili Palmer. He's back there in the back of the barber shop, and he hears Ray Barboni come in. This is after he stole his coat. He went back and fucking punched him in the nose and took his coat. <laughs> Man, I don't, I think I only saw Get Shorty once. I had Be Cool on. Uh, I think Get Shorty. Yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And I watched it. A hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, handful of times, I guess. But I, I maybe I might get shorty if I watch it again. I just, maybe I just don't remember it that well. You know, you can recycle movies like that. Oh yeah, another plus for weed. <laughs> do do do. Marijuana affects the memory. It does to a certain extent. Mine, depends. yeah, I can still quote all these fucking movies. Well, mine depends on how many times I've seen the movie. A lot. Like there are movies that I've seen several times, right? That I watch again, not because I forgot what the fuck happened in them. I just enjoy watching those movies. Sometimes it's like I I relax. But if I like, <coughs> it's the, almost like the back example going. you just mentioned. I'm pretty sure. I watched it when it first came out on video, and for whatever reason, 
it never made it in front of me again. So it, watching it now would be like right. watching it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I mean, you, I know the basic. I, well, I would pick up on things as we went along. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have to try as hard because it's like kind of familiar to an extent. Yep. I think you like to disconnect, you know, and and like be sucked into the movie to where you can like your brain can chill. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's we're searching well, for an easier I way. To say, I started to say that's what the best ones do, but sometimes it's fun watching the ones that don't connect. <laughs> yeah, when you witness that shit, when you say when it's like when somebody gets the point of a joke and it's like there's you can see the it turning well, the wheels. It's like it's like when you're in a room full of not full, but like say full of assholes. No, say say you've got like eight or ten people there, mm-hmm. and you say and you tell a joke, and like two people laugh immediately. Yeah, hard. <laughs> and and then other people, uh, they kind of come in a little later. Well, I mean, most jokes that I tell are like sarcastic or cute. Oh yeah, sarcastic. And there's like a percentage of people out there who think that sarcastic people are assholes. <laughs> I'm okay with people thinking I'm an asshole. It's a coping I mean, mechanism. Most of the time I try to be a happy asshole. It's like, oh, that's kind of backhanded. I but mean, funny. I try to give what I get. You know? Nah. I don't, I don't, I, I try to. I, I try to get better than I get. Well. If I, I'm going to think about it. A lot of people I don't get, but I still give. And those people I give as if they would return, a you know, a, a smile and a good morning. Oh, you know what? I you was know? just talking about that. I was standing on my front porch and I was on the phone. And, I, you know, just a random truck drives by for, you know, railroad truck. My wife. And this dude threw it up. I waited at somebody else and they just said, you know, they just looked at me. Yeah. I'm like, there's two types of people. They're and the person I'm on the phone with says, well, you got to love Kentucky. Because I mentioned the dude that waved at me. Mm-hmm. It's like, probably because you're in Kentucky. And I'm like, well, I don't know. After then the other car drove out, I'm like, I think it has something to do with the type of person. Yeah. I definitely. think it's a human type thing waving at people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like all all across the country you wave at somebody and they or, look at you and they wave back or they look at you and don't do anything or if you're in a vehicle you always give them the two fingers if they don't do the two back you give them the one mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> pretty uh interesting like from place to place it's also the nod yeah as you pass it's just like man respect recognizes respect i think and that's like translates no matter what but there are subtle differences based on where you are geographically i suppose yeah oh yeah up north it's a little busier you know they all had time to flip the one finger <laughs> if they don't make time for two they're probably willing to make time for one Considering how high, how high I was during that trip. How high uh, was you? I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to drive. Right? Yeah. That's the best thing. 
not driving. I'm getting ready to fly to Florida, I guess, to do that job. Just pack my tools with me. Never drive when you can fly. It's the way to go. Yeah, and then it's you like. You fly out of Bowling Green to Florida still? I thought it was Owensboro. Bowling Green had one. Had Direct one. to Orlando, right? There's one to Orlando, I think, and there was one to Destin at one point, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'd rather fly into Orlando or Tampa. I think the Destin was more like a shuttle run. Hmm. Yeah. They throw you on there with some, uh, they come back with some, like, shrimp and shit. (laughs) (laughs) And they go sell that at the farmer's market. Right. I mean, there is legit a dude that does that. Fuck yeah. So, like, if you ever want to get some fresh, live crawfish, you can get them here. It's a nice card to have. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, hey, when are you coming back? All right. And now with uh, the world of, you know, well, you mentioned your Venmo. You know, it's like it's real easy to fucking move shit around. Right. Pretty good attack on cash if you think about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everything's moving towards a cashless society. Numbers on the screen. Why does somebody get mad? Just say, some, whoops, some, delete. Somebody gets mean. <laughs> say, <It's like>, greedy. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as somebody has access to it, and then what? Give access to a machine and say, well, the machine's going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Terminator all over again. <laughs> Down with humanity. The only way to protect, it's like, and then you, if you have like a legislative body governing over the commands that you can give these AIs, like, must always protect humanity, mm-hmm. who knows who decides what they comprehend that as mm-hmm. once they have access to technology. So it starts developing itself. In order to protect and make humanity greater. <laughs> you know, it's like. They can look awful far down that road, maybe because they have the technology. Yeah. Maybe they decide eugenics is the way to go. Maybe they already have. Hmm. Maybe they're already practicing it. Maybe they have been for hundreds of years. Hmm. Interesting. Charlie definitely got his shit together on this one. <laughs> Tax on all sides, man. They talk about the 5G. Hey, we were talking about the canola, the canola virus, <laughs> the corona, the beer, right? <laughs> all those Chinese people got fucked up on some corona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say no two coronas taste the same, you know? Because no two Mexicans pee the same. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I imagine they have Mexicans working at the plant. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, yeah. the the coronavirus apparently was you were saying uh, had its first breakout when they were protesting a bunch of shit I over mean, there in China. Yeah, they were they were having a bit of an uprising, and next thing you know, that was squashed because this virus corona, that was coronavirus outbreak. Yeah, and. 
And I was telling you, and you hadn't uh, seen this. I, I guess you still haven't. Dumping dirt in front of people. Like I've seen a picture of yeah, a pile of dirt in front of someone's door, and then I saw a live video of them uh, barricading someone inside their own house, and then inside an apartment building. And you can hear the people inside yelling. How how have they determined that all of those people have definitely have the coronavirus? Exactly. <laughs> it's like our government is set up to where in a state of emergency, which a an extreme uh, epidemic might spark uh, FEMA loss, mm-hmm. where the director of FEMA basically is the commander in chief and overrides all presidential power. Or congressional power. And all it would take to do that, you know, do you know who the director of FEMA is? Mm. Me either. (laughs) It's like, you know, if if you could manufacture, if you get the right person in that position, then manufacture some kind of emergency. Emergency. (laughs) And it's like that, it's like you look at China and it's like, that's not on the fucking news. I saw them like welding fucking steel. I mean, literally barricading these people inside their houses. You can hear them, you know, hey, let me out of here, motherfucker. I mean, I don't know. I don't speak Mandarin or anything, but that's why I'll be saying, hey, you can't do that. Hmm. And, uh, and there they are doing it. Yeah. And you had the protest and it's like all of a sudden it's an outbreak. It's epidemic. Hmm. And then, and and mainstream media, I just heard like a press conference, a Chinese press conference, where they say that they have it uh, contained. Do they? I guess they contained all the all the motherfuckers that were protesting and locked them into their houses, and now they're just waiting. It's crazy. They had the coronavirus. Corona. My my my. Yay, whoa, I chew. <laughs> but it's my corona. You know, I found a knack, the knack record sealed up, man, from like 1979. Oh, yeah, the one with my sharona. That's yours? No, I don't think so. Yeah, got my sharona on the B side. Yeah. Side two. Mm. Track one, side two. Oh, yeah. I don't know where it came from. But here it is. It was like magic the first time he saw that record. That was one of the songs that they would play so much you get on your fucking nerves. Yeah, I was thinking it's like what can you think of what song but it's like an earworm too. What what other song though have they ever have another hit? Uh The Knack? Yeah. I don't think so. I think they might have had one like much lesser hits, but like good girls don't pops up. Or what that sounds like. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. It's on the same record. Um on it was the A side, I guess it's a single. Oh, it sounds awesome so far. <laughs> sound familiar? Let's get to the hook. I skipped a lot. 
No, that fucking sucks. I'm sorry, all the Knack fans out there that like that song. I'm sorry, but it fucking sucks. Uh, another song that's like that though, like a one-hit wonder that they used to play the shit out of and get on my nerves. What's that? I hear the secrets that you keep. Doom, 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 doom. When you're talking in your sleep. That and Abracadabra. Steve Miller Band? Yeah. Actually, I like that. They did play the shit out of it. But I like that one back in the day. Yeah, me too. Abra, Abracadabra. I get up, I can't come down. <laughs> I can't keep up, man. Round and round. All I know is <clears throat> Abracadabra. What's that he keeps saying? <laughs> Abracadabra. Yo, abracadabra, B. Abracadabra, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's got that the yeah. fake like the, string. Uh, Alan yeah. Parsons project. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the eye in the eye in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> that was a badass video. Do you remember that animated video? Refresh my memory. <laughs> I am the sky. Alan Parsons Project. Are you going to make is... me look that shit up, man? Yeah. That shit's worth watching. Okay. Not and Eye of the Tiger. The, you said the, Eye of the uh, Sky. Eye in the Sky. Alan Parsons Project. I, I think I've got yeah. that on wax over here. Is that the video? Is that the official No, video? it's the karaoke. You want to sing uh, it? No, I don't. I was. I got to see the video. Yeah. Do you... I think you'll remember it if you see it. I don't know. You might. You might have been a few years past watching that on MTV. Now that's the record. I. Is this it? No. Yeah, I can't find it. Maybe this is it. No, this is a different song. Alright, just play it. And you said it's animated? Hang on. Don't give up on me yet, Kelly. I don't know, man. You've heard this on the radio? Oh, yeah. I used to play this all the time. I can't. I can't. I can't, Kelly. I just fucking can't. Do you like it? I just like You were just playing it over there on the desk. The like... <laughs> Dude, I tell you what. Like the old. Oh, oh. Down goes Fraser. It's like the old. um. Can't remember what I was saying now. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? <laughs> this is like the old. Uh... Yeah, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> much. Do you remember the curly shuffle? 
The Curly Shuffle? Yeah. Who's Curly? Like the Three Stooges. Oh, yeah. You remember the song, The Curly Shuffle? I don't know, man. I think it was the Jump in the Saddle Gang. I don't know. You've heard that shit. I know you've heard it. Yeah, man. I don't know. Jump in the saddle band. Jump in the saddle. Go ahead and jump in the saddle. Number eight, climbing up the charts. Jump in the saddle. Mm-hmm. Curly shuffle. Yeah, I got it. Oh, you got it? Trust me, man. It's got a good video to it, too. Hey, man, I hear swing your bands playing tonight. How? <laughs> you want to go cut a rug, daddy-o? Nineteen eighty four. This is you heard this on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> now you can turn on the radio and hear robots singing. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, we're going to pause for the shuffle. A novelty song written by singer Peter Quinn is an homage to the Three Stooges film comedy. No kidding. Initially recorded by Quinn's group, the Jump in the Saddle Band. Jump in the Saddle. First released in 1983, the timing of the recording nearly coincided with the Three Stooges receiving their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on August 30th. No shit. Recording made number 15 on the U.S. Billboard charts in early 1984. Dang, what the fuck else that's did top, you have to choose from? Top twenty song. Wow, top twenty song. That is crazy. Hit number twenty nine in Canada. Oh shit! Wow. You think they're still cashing those fucking currently shuffle checks? Probably not. There's probably uh, not much uh, money in that these days. The video was like a bunch of short uh, little. Clips of the Stooges. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I guess the three Stooges, man, they've been popular, you know, forever. What's up with that? Say it again. The three Stooges, they've been popular forever. What's up with that? They're funny. Sound like Elvis Presley, man. Just no words out, baby. Yeah, man. Funny's funny. Uh, Chaplin. Laurel and Hardy, Evan Costello, Marx Brothers. Why does it always got to be a group of motherfuckers, man? <laughs> man? It doesn't have to be. I know, but it seemed that was the thing for a long while, though. Oh, yeah. No, you're good. I mean, there were uh, shit. Even Martin and Lewis. Yeah. Then they kind of split up. So Jerry was on. They the didn't kind of split up. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. They for real. <laughs> yeah. 
always kind of having groups or at least duos. Hey, man. Cheech and Chong. Yeah. I'm going to have to pause for the cause. We'll yeah. come. Fuck we'll, yeah. we'll come back with segment three and talk politics. Ooh. We got the Democratic debate coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got lots to say, lots to yeah, do. Yeah. I got the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll chime in on some. So listen to this commercial. Under the tree. song was uh, pretty fitting if we're gonna talk about politics <laughs> get at us holla at us at under the tree 420 and uh we'll be here to get off track anytime you want to listen anchor.fm or any other outlet you feel like uh, listening to a podcast oh yeah we're all going so before we get to uh national presidential stuff mm, yes. I do want to say congratulations to Kentucky voting the uh, medical bill out of uh, out of the uh, house yeah now go, heads over to the Senate has to go through the same process there has to go in get in brought up in a committee voted out of the committee onto the Senate floor and then a full Senate vote which would then sp- Potentially send a bill on to the governor's desk to be signed. Into the so, bill. do you uh, recall how the numbers went? Uh, I want to say sixty-five thirty. Yeah, I think it has. Well, it has to be two-thirds. I think. Uh, oh. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, pretty sure it was sixty-five thirty. That's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good sign. And well, so I mean, yeah, Senate's always been the biggest hurdle. I mean, but just to get it this far is unprecedented yeah, it's everybody always says like um you know you hear people well it'll be legal one day oh after i'm long dead and gone or someday they will they they will yeah well they'll, they'll legalize it one day i used to think that way too i used to think that it, you know i'd be whoever they are which they hurry up when it would happen yeah however it happened whether it was them or whoever <laughs> uh but uh no i think it's if, uh, it's a we again i, I think it's uh, <laughs> either at the federal level or at the state level or maybe both hey man i hope uh, you're right bro the next 12 months i think will tell the tale because there are multiple and at least two of the leading candidates i guess this is a good segue yeah i was thinking <laughs> um but again congratulations to the kentucky house for getting it done now kentucky senate listen to your constituents and do the same thing uh, but on a federal level, uh, you've had at least two that I know of that have pretty much laid out plans of how they would get it done within the first 100 days. Let me the, be clear. Of a presidency. I will legalize marijuana. Day one. 
Yeah. Him. Uh, we're going to open the doors of the prison. Him and uh, Elizabeth Warren have both laid out. I heard old Bernie Sanders say that old Lizzie Warren's a fucking cunt after that last debate. And then we're going into a debate tomorrow um, in South Carolina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I think, right. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't looked at the numbers like over the, since last week, basically. <laughs> so, uh, but Bernie's really, t- Bernie Sanders is um, still in the lead. Yeah, he's like really picking up steam too. Okay, because <laughs> it seemed like uh, Warren was doing okay, but I don't know. Buttigieg, 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 Buttigieg. Yeah, thank you, Mayor Pete. Uh, <laughs> Mayor Pete seemed to be doing okay. Well, I don't know the thing in uh, what was it, Iowa? That was screwy as fuck, man. <laughs> Turns out he had like made a donation to this app. Fucking company that was behind the is is dumb, and that was all. That was all um, an app that was paid for and ran by Hillary's people, right? Yeah, which, but they they're still rolling it out, dude. They're rolling it out in Alaska, uh, Wyoming, or maybe Montana. I'm sorry. Yeah, and a few other states back uh, east here. Are they are they really gonna take it away from Bernie again? I'm telling you, I'm sticking by my, my by my prediction, dude. I really think that it's all designed to go to a, a dramatic brokered convention, and they're gonna ask for Hillary. They're gonna ask for her. I That's think, why you've not. She's kind of alluded to it in in the media here and there. I but think, I think they're I think they're gonna serve Bernie up, kind of the same way. The Republicans served uh, John McCain up, right against Obama, mm-hmm. and then Romney too. Yeah, pretty much. Just kind of here's just, our, here's our guy. Just because they want the most polarizing candidate. But. I think what they'll do is they'll pivot on it for the next election and yeah. say, okay, Bernie didn't get it done, so I really don't. Well, Hillary would be fucking 80 years old by then. Bernie will surprise them motherfuckers and win is what will happen. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt situation. But he'll, he'll just be the same puppet any of them would be. He already is, man. Well, he he... He's been so bold in some of the stuff he said. He 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 will. That shit about Castro, bro. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you, uh, oh shit, you don't he, know what did he say about Castro? Well, is um, Anders, Anderson Cooper three sixty or something on CNN? I think um, I just heard a clip of him saying uh, he played some. He was interviewing Bernie Sanders, of course, and. It was uh, him talking about uh, Fidel and the Cubans and the Soviets and like, you know, he was talking. To, and anyway, so he's like, what would you say about some of these ideals that you used to stand beside, you know, or whatever? I'm paraphrasing here. And then uh, Burnmead talks about, he's like, you can look at any group that did something, you know, overall negative, and, you know, you can find something good that they've done. It's like, just like Fidel, you know, he had a 
a literacy program. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course, he burned down all the fucking schools <laughs> and and built his own schools. And it's like you're allowed to learn the history we want to teach you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, I don't see me voting for him, but I can see him winning. Well, I'm not reg. I don't. I don't know when you have to register. Um, what the, I think you can register up to like June, right? For the general election? Yeah. I'm not sure. Or for the primary for Kentucky. I don't know. I'm already registered, so. It's weird. Well, well I wonder. I got a I got a thing in the mail. Said go here to vote. I went there. They keep letting me vote, so. That's all I'm saying. Do you have a party affiliation, or mm-hmm. did you do that? Mm-hmm. You're a Democrat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about that look, man? I've never seen that before. No, I, <laughs> I was fucking with you. I think I know. No, for the most part, I. Uh, I mean, two party system sucks. Yeah, but if you want to participate, you got to indulge a little bit. You do, and um, be careful. You're I mean, waiting and shit. I did. I, <laughs> I did vote third party in the last governor election, and enough people did that it swung the vote. Because I would, ha- I would have to think more pulled from the Republican side than the Democratic side. Right. Just a guess, though. Just a hunch. Just a hunch. Yeah, man. So <clears throat> they're not, I guess, uh, the political commentary that I've been, uh, that I've heard says uh, old, they're, you know, not pulling the plug on old Joe, Sleepy Joe. Yeah. Um, I but, think, I think uh, Klobuchar, Klobuchar. Yeah, she's done. She's done. Um, I don't think Bloomberg ever really got started. I think Bloomberg's in there to make sure that it's a broker convention. Yeah, and I'm telling you, dude, that's what that's my prediction. Because Hillary, this is her last chance. I mean, age wise, you know, she's gonna start. There's no way. There's no way she wins. I'm not saying that she's gonna win, bro. But you, you think they'll? I can't imagine. Whatever, I think they do that. Uh, Trump will win in a landslide. I think the closest race is him and Bernie. Yeah, I mean, he's picking up steam. But still, Obama's reserved his vote, and it's going to sway people politically. And I think that they're going to, you know, wait till probably. Uh, Super Tuesday. Depends on how much he's still if, in the pocket. If he in, he's in the they're pocket, still bro. in his. Oh yeah, you know he is, but it just depends on how deep because he could. Well, it depends on what they want the outcome to be. He, I mean, if you think about it, if if, if a couple of the Democrats are smart, they'd start pairing off, like Warren and Mayor Pete, or Sleepy Joe and Mayor Pete. Or Bloomberg and Mayor Pete, or 
So you're saying Mayor Pete's a fucking vice president? I'm saying he's the puppet. I'm saying he's he's the puppet. It's just who I don't think I don't know that he's ready yet. You put him behind Byron Miss Sanders. Potentially. I don't know if there's enough how could we be more socialist than that? I we got think, we had a gay homosexual who's married to I, a man. I, I He's think, the vice president. I think it's almost as good as a woman. I think you'd come closer to uh, to Warren, Mayor Pete, than you would Sanders, Mayor Pete. Yeah, I think you're right. That would be right now, especially the smartest move for pretty much all parties involved, because. Biden's not going to win. Bloomberg's not going to win. Klobuchar's not going to win. So Yeah, Klobuchar. Even Klobuchar. I mean, unless... I can't imagine Klobuchar. Maybe Klobuchar Sanders. I don't know. But I don't see that happening either. What, what Sanders, is... Sanders Klobuchar, I guess. What is Sanders' like profession? Career politician, man. I mean, has he ever had like a trade or anything that he did to earn <laughs> money? Did he work a, at a restaurant or something? I maybe think I read somewhere that he was a bad carpenter. I mean, he was a, a plumbing some some trade he tried, but it was not. He good. tried a trade. <laughs> how many times? How many tries did he try a trade? Two six days. <laughs> Got one paycheck. I was like, "This is all I make." <laughs> Should be a politician, and I guess what he didn't become. What he started off as mayor of um, Burlington, maybe. And uh, I think, yeah. But that, I thought that wasn't until he was in his thirties, though. Maybe I, I don't know. How I'm old is he a... now? He's like ninety-seven, right? Ninety. <laughs> <laughs> now he's like push, seventy-eight. Push, push, yeah, push seventy-nine. Yeah. Think about that. How many 80-year-olds do you want paving your potholes, you know? It's like, he never drives on that street, brother. He never has. He never will. I think that's why I like the local politics. I mean, and I just think it's all a big fucking show. It's easier to uh, control the masses if you can keep them divided ideologically over this two-party system when they're both basically doing the same fucking thing. Oh, yeah. You know, you can always pit they're one all- half of the poor against the other half of the poor. Meanwhile, you keep stealing and robbing them blind. And taking from the highest bidder. and Yeah. Adapting. Meanwhile, policy. you represent... Adapting policy accordingly. <laughs> you're You're representing... These mega uh, multi-conglomerate corporation, mm-hmm. you know, they're basically running the show, bro. Yeah. yeah. So I think regardless of who wins uh, the Democratic nomination, uh, Hillary through Brokered Convention, or Burnman Pete, or Burnman... Um, it's June, isn't it? I think we looked that up. I think it's June. I know I have to be filed on June 4th. I'm at the the Democratic National Convention. Yeah, I think so. So then she'll just camp before you know it. She'll go on and campaign. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I just can't see it. It gives it's- her time. Look, she's saving all that money. She's saving all that money. She's getting a chance to 
you know, drink extra baby's blood or whatever she does to keep her alive and like lose a few more pounds. So she looks a little better in that pontifical white uh, pantsuit. <laughs> She's going to come out with the light shining behind her. She's going to look like angelic. And then uh, she'll open her mouth, though. Nah, but she's gonna be different, Hillary. This time, I've already, I heard her different on Hillary. Ha- I heard her on Howard Stern. Man, it's like her voice didn't annoy me. She was just like back talking, like we're talking right now. She was just kind of really laid back. Maybe she started smoking weed. <laughs> but that's what it seems like. It's like it's not, it's not the uh, barn. It's you know how Barney Fife gets when he has any kind of taste of power. He starts talking to you like this right here. Mm. Like, you must do what I say. You must. We're going to do this. And it's like, and when Hillary starts doing that shit, it sounds like she's bitching. Yeah. <laughs> now, no offense to all the ladies out there, but um, it's she's just not good at that. But, like, the whole, what I heard on uh, Howard Stern's show, uh, she's just like you know laid back making little snippet comments here and there she said something about bernie sanders <laughs> she's like nobody's ever liked him he's been in senate for 20 years nobody ever liked him and that was like released <laughs> you know nobody ever wants to work with him did you ever see the movie religionless no then this comment will not make any sense to you at all <laughs> Like uh, Bill Maher's trying to interview this guy, and it just reminds me of what it must be like trying to come to an agreement or just have a conversation with Bernie Sanders. Yeah, it's like so, uh, uh, Bernie. Uh, you said that you had a uh, a vacation home <laughs> in Vermont on Lake whatever, and it's like, well, it I do. Yes, forgive me. <laughs> Like, it it is, but it's not directly on the lake. <laughs> it's close to it, and and it's just um, uh, a handful of bed bedrooms, you know. And uh, it's it's more of like a summer camp. <laughs> and they're like, um, it says here that there's. Let's see, is it eight bedrooms? Eight? Is that is that how many it is? Forgive me. <laughs> Math is a, is a subject that you know. I only sleep in one bedroom, so it's like, is there any more? I don't know. <laughs> Let's be clear. I do not know exactly how many bedrooms. <clears throat> if you say it's eight, okay, there's eight. Well, actually, there's. We just noticed these. Uh, there's bunk beds upstairs. Apparently, they were swingers back in the day. <laughs> Shit. Let that mental image run through your mind. Hmm. <laughs> It's like I heard that where somebody was speculating that. I mean, have you seen his wife? Is she the red-haired lady that I've seen accompanying him a few times? Well, she missed the perfect opportunity to be a lunch lady, I think. Okay. Maybe the same person, yeah. I mean, she dresses like, I don't know, it just looks like <laughs> something my and your grandma would wear. Which, I mean, that that makes sense. She's. 82 yeah. years old right sure wearing a sweatshirt with like kittens on or <laughs> something <laughs> glitter 
So you think Bernie's? I mean, I'm. I'll I tell mean, you what. I'm I, gonna, I could see. I could see something happening and Warren pulling ahead again. Yeah. A strategic partnership to did, kind of try to consolidate more of the base. Did you watch the last debate? I did not. I watched. I watched a great deal of it. I, I read through a uh, as much as I can take. <laughs> I read through uh, like a synopsis of kind of who. Where did you read she, it? What did they say? What's uh, their synopsis? They were saying Warren had the best performance of the out of the debate. They said that Bloomberg ate shit. He said he talked. I saw a breakdown of the time talked. Who talked the longest? Uh, I think it was Warren. Yeah, she she like interjected Warren, a lot. It was like Warren Sanders. She talked Mayor, over a lot of people. Mayor Pete. That's why I had to tune out. They they were just all talking all over each other. Ugh. I think Biden, Klobuchar, and Bloomberg were the bottom three. Yeah, Bloomberg was like, I don't know. I don't know if they prepared him for all that shit. Yeah. Because they hit him with like all the sexual, mm-hmm. uh, I guess. Uh, Something about jokes and harassment. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God, dude. Maybe they didn't like the joke, joke I told. <laughs> you know, maybe they didn't understand the joke. And was it a, uh, a maybe a, a tone that they weren't familiar? Maybe they didn't have a fucking sense of humor. I don't know. So, are you saying you will release the confidentiality agreements they all signed? No. Well, that we both, I mean, they agreed to that. Mm-hmm. You know, both parties agreed to that, and and none of them I was involved in. <laughs> what about the two that named you directly? Well, I mean, besides those two, uh, <laughs> but those were just because I may have told an off-color joke. <laughs> it's like, maybe don't wear a bra tomorrow, huh? <laughs> so apparently I heard that um, he's real. I don't know. He probably selected a, a couple and released them from their confidentiality agreements if they want to come forward. Oh, yeah. And Price said, pointed at him, was like, you can come forward anytime you want. Anytime you want. <laughs> yeah, so politics, huh? I guess, man. It's it's going to be fun to watch it play out. Does it seem to you like... I still hope uh, Trump pulls, the, pulls something on cannabis on 420 or around 420 or... I don't think he really is gonna have to do much to beat what I mean. Look at the what the Democrats are doing; they're really dropping the ball against Trump. He's probably already got nicknames picked out for all of them. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I mean, he's already named a few of them: yeah. Sleepy Joe, Sleepy Joe, Pocahontas, Pocahontas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, he'll have a field day, with Mayor. Pete. That's exactly why he got elected. Is because it's like, man, this is gonna be great entertainment. <laughs> I mean, it's like to some extent, it seems like that's exactly what it's designed to do. That's why it's like if you, I'm I'm thankful that elections here in my town are, you know, nonpartisan. Right now. So, because I'm in the Freedom Party, baby. And I think if you're indulging Democrat, hating the Republicans, or if you're Republicans hating the Democrats, you're both fucking, I mean, you're doing exactly what they want you to do. Because one is the other is the other is the one. And that's the way it is. It's designed to 
separate the half of the poor people and pit them against the other half. Right. They do a pretty good job of keeping shit stirred up. It's like you should not. We try, trust the government. Right. <laughs> I don't think so. Ask the uh, ask the Native Americans how that went. Yeah. Right. Always here. You can trust us yeah. under the tree. Yeah. All you, day long. You give us some of your money. We and we'll go spend it on stuff that. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. We're we here. This. Here, look at this. We're gonna release a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have this car. You need this. It's the, the only thing that can make you whole. That that credit card. <laughs> oh my god, man! Don't talk. Don't get me started. Whatever you do, don't. Yeah. Under the tree. Or twenty. Lampshades on fire, man. Uh huh. Who is this? Modest Mouth. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, I like what they're saying there. I didn't know what they were saying. You didn't understand it? I wasn't. I like the music. Yeah, it's pretty pretty catchy <laughs> tune, man. Pretty catchy little jingle. It is a catchy little tune, man. They're talking about, um, well, the lampshade's on fire. It's <laughs> the name of the song. And, um, just talking about society and humanity, how like um, everything's fake, and then it's like, oh shit, we destroyed our planet. <laughs> so I guess we better find another one. This one's done. And it talks about now we're looking at scientists to, you know, save us essentially. Space Force. Space Force is the future. We're going to Mars. We're going to the moon. We're going to go to Mars. <laughs> M-A-R-S. Red Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. What do you think about that? We going to Mars? You want to go to Mars? Um, I'm good with not going to Mars. I mean, they would have to, they would have to step shit up like it's like pretty. They have to like put shit on the you know what worries me track about getting to somebody to Mars. Hey, look, man, how many people have applied to go colonize colonize Mars? Colonize <laughs> colonize Mars. I don't know. You too. know, do, what if one of your friends wanted to do that shit? Um, it's like, no, you don't want to go to fucking Mars. You that means they are suicidal. If they want to do that, that means they 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 don't have any friends. Because if I came up to you and said, Kelly, 
man, I'm signing up to go to Mars. She'd be like, what? Why? What? He's, he's like, hang on. Pack an overnight bag and get in a car. Drive me out to the middle of the desert. Do you want to live here, motherfucker? There's nobody here. <coughs> and you're only going to be there with a bunch of other motherfuckers that don't have any friends. <laughs> they don't have friends for a reason, man. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're super introverted people, but they're still going to be introverted. Right? Colonizing Mars. Hey, man. I ain't never ever colonize no Mars. Man. Not again. Don't you know we got colonized? <laughs> <laughs> That's a Patrick Swayze song, isn't it? Uh, it was a song from Patrick Swayze movie. Yeah. You're thinking about uh, She's Like the Wind. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. Oh, like an he's a art imitating life, life imitating art. He's an actual ghost now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pull the plug after that one. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get any better than that, oh, folks. Oh, oh, wait. Real quick, Patrick Swayze, though. Yeah, okay. You ever seen uh, Donnie Darko? Yeah. Where he plays like yes. the cult. The, kind of the cult. Yeah. The, the pedophile porn ring. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a trip because it's like not a role you would ever expect him to play. <laughs> like out of the gate with the infomercials and shit, it kind of makes a yeah. cheesy, cheesy kind of sense. And then it gets dark later, dude. Yeah, right? Ooh. But he, his character kind of portrays that the whole way, though. It's, well, he's a smarmy shit, but you know <laughs> What you don't ever Tell me what you I, really think, Kelly? Well, I mean, yeah, sure. He he was uh, a dick, but I mean, start throwing pedophilia in there. That's like taking yeah, it to another he's a, fucking level, dude. Like right. you need, yeah, you deserve to have your house burned down, dude. <laughs> That's a that movie is a trip. Yeah. Very Darko. Yeah, very good movie. Yeah, I like it. I think a lot of people either haven't seen it or didn't get it the first time they saw it and I think never the, tried to watch it again. See, I think the the title of the movie it sounds like a sounds like a horror flick. Or when yeah, I first watched or, it, I thought or, I thought or that's comic what I book kind of uh, a little bit maybe. Um, when I first watched it, I thought I was about to watch a horror flick. And there are elements, I guess, but it's more of a psychological, psychological thriller. Thrillers, drama, kind of mind fuck. I mean, yeah. it's it's one of those things. It's isn't it the M Night Shyamalan? Light. No, no, no. no. Uh, but yeah, I guess yeah, there's no of, twist in it. No, nah. well, there. I mean, there, I guess there kind of is, but it's it's what it's kind of like Parasite. It's it's layered, and it's also kind of what you read into. Uh, yeah, and it's also it. you know, it's not it's multilinear mm -hmm. in a way. Mm -hmm. Even though slightly, but still. Have you seen Memento? Memento? No. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a mind fuck like that. Yeah. Because this guy has no short-term memory. I think I remember when it came out. It's basically he's always waking up. It's like uh, 50 First Dates. And the same thing keeps happening. Yeah. 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 Or Groundhog Day. You said this No, thing? it's not. It's it, to some extent, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, these people are fucking with him. Mm -hmm. 
They are fucking with him, and and they do they, know, do they know that when he wakes up? Yes, okay. he tells them every day. <laughs> okay, he's like, wait, I need. He's like, hey man, I can't find my key. He's staying in a hotel, and the guy's like, okay, and they're having this weird exchange because this it's kind of new. This part is new. Who knows how long they've been doing this to him? But this part is new. And uh, he uh, lets him into his room, and he looks around. And the guy's like, no, wait, this isn't your room. He's like, it's not? And he holds up something that's got his handwriting on it. He's like, yeah, I was fucking with you, man. I fucking rented you another room. (laughs) It's like how many how many rooms am I checked into? He's like just the two, so far. Mm-hmm. He's like, I appreciate your honesty. He said, Hey Leonard, get a receipt. He's like, Hang on, I'll take note of it. <laughs> Always get a receipt. But it's fucked up because it's like when you're watching it. I mean, you learn of his condition, mm-hmm. but then it's like it keeps happening over and over, and it's like, and things are similar, and yeah. it's but it's weird how it kind of draws you in, like that. Interesting. Momento, man. Momento. momento. Un momento. I like a momento cheese sandwich. You want a momento cheese sandwich, man? <laughs> Forget about. It. Hey, hey, That's hey, no good. Hey, what's that mean, man? Forget about it. Uh, it means uh, don't don't sweat it. Don't sweat the small stuff. But sometimes it means like, you know, ooh, did you see her ass? Forget about yeah, it. Or yeah, it's, it's all like in, that. it's all in context. Or it's all like that. You know, you go over there to the. Uh, mama make the uh, meatball with the mozzarella. Oh, mm, for, forget uh, about, about it. it. And then so, sometimes it just means forget about it. <laughs> Don't forget, man. Forget what, man? What are we talking about? Yeah, Dave's not here, man. Who's Dave? <laughs> I don't know, but he's not here. <laughs> I'm Dave. <laughs> You're not here, bro. You're not here. <laughs> Mad Cheech and Chong. Why don't they make good, clean comedy like that anymore? Right. They used to. That was fucking counterculture back in the day. Counterculture. But it still were, is. But yet they were making fucking major motion pictures. Thank God for it. Well, we're going to wrap it up. And uh, keep sharing, liking. Wrap it up. I'll take it. And um, we'll f- figure out whatever... Kelly's doing to his wife with yeah. whatever he got Watch, <laughs> in the shares, lion's den. All that good shit. Yeah. Under the tree. 420. Give us the follow. Check out anchor.fm. Thanks for tuning in. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>